This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Okay. So but yeah, you were doing well. I know we're going to with you now. Because this is not. But that news was a disaster. Mm. And you had this obsession with this bed. Good morning, Raghu Basing. This when? is a copyright-free bed I can play on YouTube, so I don't have to run them up and down. Tell Steve that. <laughs> good, good morning, Ragobar Singh. Where the results of the poll? Are they coordinate everything this morning? Sorry, what's that? Ragobar Singh there, but he ain't there. Ah, okay. Let me just see understand. if I get some more votes on it as a procedure. At this time, it's... Um, Who was writing? Had we had we Richard? Yeah, he was right. You actually remember that there was a, a no. Okay. But I'm not sure if Richard is hearing us and taking notes. But he's logged on. I don't know what the situation is with him. We can't. I don't know. So I guess I have to keep talking. 7.15. Let's open the phone lines. And the numbers are? 222-8255-612-8255. And North Americans and Canadians, it's 866 525 I do find, given the gravity of the situation, that a lot of the professional groups have been silent. You know? Uh, mm-hmm. It's quite... Uh, well, the, the Express called it a fiasco. Others have called it a scandal. It certainly has brought into question the involvement of the Dan AG. So, I I really have found that a lot of the normal, I don't want to call them talking heads now, but the normal commentators have been quite silent on this issue. You know? so should I give the poll results? Well, we was asking for you and you wasn't talking, so we were imagining you there. Okay. All right, so let's, let me just read the last few votes that came in. Joyce said no, Junior said yes, and Shogona said no. So two no's and an additional yes? Yes. Okay, I, got, I got it. So our poll this morning was, do you agree with the UNC um, that professional bodies and NGOs, etc., are too silent on the Vincent Nelson issue? We had... 19 people voting on the poll this morning and of the 19 people on, on that voted on the poll 14 of you said yes those bodies etc and you agree with the unc that those bodies etc and ngos etc are too silent on the vincent nelson issue and five of you said no you do not agree with the unc that professional bodies and ngos etc are too silent on the vincent nelson issue so 14-5, that's how it split this morning on the poll. Of course, you can continue to vote on this poll throughout the day, throughout programming, and you'll get the final results um, tomorrow morning, which will be Friday, because guess what? Today is Thursday, and the weekend begins tonight, people, at a second weekend. after midnight. Doesn't that put a smile weekend. on your face, even if you're in traffic? And the long weekend. And it's a long weekend, because we, we're moving into Diwali on Monday. I'm trying to go to Diwali now. I got crowds and traffic issues to get into parking issues. Yeah. I have such bad feet memories of... I took two hours to get out of there once. Two hours many years ago. It was traumatic. 
You know, you're stuck in the traffic, not moving. So I want to go to the Walinaga, but I'm very skeptical about having to do with traffic and parking issues. And it's one of those places when you're going, you just have to accept that that's what you're going to meet and be prepared for it. Because while I'm there, I enjoy myself so much, but the traffic, particularly mm. leaving. Can't you go earlier in the day or something? What time they open? I guess you could go in the day, but then you want to see the shows in the evening too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah you don't want to take in the shows, and the shows are really, really wonderful shows. And the food and the, you know, the food usually comes out more in the evening. Or the, you have some in the day, but most of the um, the food sales people come out in the evening. I want to have particularly pepperoni. Oh, okay. <laughs> like Steve, I right? pepperoni. Right. No, I love the pepperoni. Paul is like Steve. I've been denying myself roti for the last two weeks because I want to indulge in some curry this weekend <laughs> in abundance. So I managed the amount of flour I take. And anyway, the phone lines are open now. You can give us a call. Tell us what you think. I. The law association is not an association that just jumps out just like that. So it'll be interesting to see what, uh, if they have a release after their emergency meeting this evening. The fact that it's an emergency meeting, it certainly suggests that the law association thinks we should move ahead because some kind of distortion taking place in your face and looking very weird. Is it the sunlight? Right. Much better. Like your face is sinking, they're just not normally sinking, but they're sinking more. Is it the sunlight, probably. And It'll be interesting to see what the law association's perspective is on this. Um, because as we said earlier in the week, uh, questions are being raised about legal fees, briefs, propriety, propriety in, in these cases. And well, legal fees are not new in the country. Administration after administration spend being a government means that you you have to spend a lot of money in legal fees because everything is circumscribed by the law. Not so. Yep. So, I mean, legal fees are not new, but I mean, and there have been questions about exorbitant amounts of legal fees over the years. Each administration has had, you know, the ANC shouldn't be one to complain too much about legal fees because they had hefty bills too. Precisely. Hefty. Uh, but, I mean, the issue of the involvement or lack thereof or no involvement depending on what the information coming to hand about the then AG has been at the center of this quite frankly and whether or not he overstepped in his role as AG even when you say uh I'm recommending as you, as you said the 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 discretion lies with the director of public prosecution they say okay I can take this recommendation I can say no I don't agree mm-hmm you can't force or instruct the, the DPP to act in any particular way. No, that would have been improper. Yeah, and that and that is not from all accounts what happened. The no. question arises about whether or not and how deeply was he involved in the arrangement of the indemnity deal and the agreement to pay state funds to manage the legal fees of Mr. Nelson. You know? Because if the state paying for your legal fees and the state is um, arranging, saying that you will have an indemnity, is it the office? I think you mentioned earlier in the week that the Office of the Attorney General has the remit to do that. Is that what you said? Has the remit to do what? Arrange an indemnity deal. Or is that also solely the purview of the DPP? 
Well, that's why I said it's so strange because and usually plea plea uh, agreements um, are usually between defense counsel and the prosecutor, um, which is the DBP's office. So those are usually the two main parties. So having an an an, another, an indemnity that seems running um, outside of that scope, at least to me, seems a little bewildering. I'm not so sure how how that whole structure works, and 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 that indemnity or parallel agreement has a is it has in fact affected the decision of the DPP because the the accused is now saying, well, unless A, B, and C happens in the civil case, then I'm not doing B, D, and E in the criminal side, which obviously Roger Gaspard, uh, gentlemen, we have a call. Felt was untenable. He felt that that you can't hello prosecution yeah. in that kind of light. It is unfair to the defendants. Morning, morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Patrick. All you good. All you good. All you good. Congratulations, Thank you, sir. How are you going? You took a little holiday yesterday, Mr. Patrick. Holiday? I working hard here, boy. I paint, you know, boy. Hey, start your Christmas. Your Christmas walk. No Christmas work, Diwali work and Christmas work, all in one, all the work in one. Okay, I hear you. <laughs> Last year I was to do the thing when the pandemic, mash up everything. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yep, yep, yep. Pandemic crippled everything last year, so this year we, I got the weather and things, I said, let me try something here. Um, this fiasco, this embroil, this thing very interesting. And right now, me, I tell you, them people, you know, you know why all of them is big players in the business there? Big, big players in the business. Are you looking for the small man, boy? Minimum wage, boy. All them taxis are going up all about the place. Food going up. All kinds of things going up. And the state taking money to pay off, man. Legal fee. Should I go on, man? That's a good question for tomorrow. Should minimum wage be addressed again? Yes. Minimum wage have to be addressed. It is in peril that they address minimum wage. People can survive on $2,800 a month. And that's children to see about rent, fees, book, book. I hear people have to buy books still. And every some, day. Some people, yes. School, all that thing. How people survive in. I don't want to hear about them for lots of them. I want to hear about people surviving for this last three months coming up here. That people telling me the rent. They have to pay the rent. They know how to get all the money on and Yes, yeah, man. Then I want to find out what's going on with that. And I want to find out what's going on with Trinidad and Tobago, with the Tobago Carnival. How Tobago go blank Trinidad and go Grenada? What's going on? If they don't want to do with Trinidad, let me say it outright. But these are serious issues we have to deal with. You understand? Yes, is, it, is, it, is it that they say they don't want to deal with Trinidad because most of the people who go, who go into the carnival coming from Trinidad? Well, 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 recently I had a guy on a talk with everybody from Trinidad. Trinidad tourists. Well, lifting up Tobago tourism. So yes. why they treating, why they treating Trinidad people so? How they treating Trinidad people? It have many in the Trinidad Carnival who could have gone there and do a good promotion. They are Trinidadian operatives operating, doing stuff in Tobago Carnival. Now, that is of, to, to of suggest that this is incorrect. There are yes, many of the, the events that are happening in Tobago are Trinidad promoters. 
Yeah, but the big issue is when well, Mr. Watson juke them take the people both and went up with it. And like like I don't know what they're about. What these people really about. Yeah, that's yeah. Because in the end of the day, it's, it's, a, it's, a, the, 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 it's a little strange, I'll give you that, that Tobago is having its first ever carnival that's separate from Trinidad um, at a different point in the year. And they publicly state that they are aligning themselves or partnering or having some with, involvement with Trinidad. With Trinidad. That's yeah, very strange. Trinidad. It is strange. It's optically strange. <laughs> but it's very, very it's strange. Like it, it's like it's. For you to say they've boycotted Trinidad is not fair. Yeah, no, I don't think it's boycotting Trinidad. It's just a strange arrangement that needs to be better explained. In my I, opinion, I agree with that. Yeah. 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 And Mr. Paul Richards, all you want the tutor, a president, or boy, she out now. <laughs> Tell her lady to call everybody. and she's a ambassador lady boy. I, I think Miss Mrs. Defreitas may have lost and she didn't lose by much yet to be fair to her she didn't lose that she lost by 30 something votes votes. she didn't lose by much but i think she positioned tutor and by extended extension teachers in an antagonistic position with the state one and also with parents and the general population because of those days of rest and reflection which were not well received by the public let me ask you a question paul richard i don't know that i don't know that the current president is any different no, but he may be not different, but because she was the face of that, I think there was a okay. perception about her at some level. Thanks, Mr. Patrick. Yeah, but how, but how does that affect teachers voting? Teachers, she got strong support when they did the rest and reflection, and it's yeah. teachers who are voting for her, not the general members of the group. Right. Hello, Some good morning. Good morning. Yeah, morning. Hey, hey. Yeah, just, I, it's interesting, it's a big thing that I, well, I know Tobago have a longer history. And I know Tobago has some relations, historical relationships with moving between Grenada and and Tobago as the same way as they move to Toko and and Tobago, Tokonians and Tobago have also another relationship, the informal relationship with the boats and the pirogues. The same thing in the Icacas, people have the relationship with Venezuela. No. Is Icacus your city? Is I is I uh, the the one down um Maruga? You mean Icacus? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Is that Icacus? Yeah. Yeah. They don't hold by on that. That bad. What is that? Um, wow. Right. By Apple fault. Yeah. That's um the relationship. Uh, and I think um yeah Grenada and Tobago. Now what I think is happening is is that an update? I think they have. Really and truly, you know the whole thing about the Mardi, the the verse, the, the Cambolet versus the Mardi Gras, and the discourse about what is the Tobago Carnival, is it a rooty carnival? The Grenadians are the ones who have been actually brought back some of the Cambolet into the Trinidad Carnival with the mud and the chain and some of those um, um stuff and the the jab jab, the jab jab rhythm. So the Grenadians have brought that into Trinidad. And I think some of that is what Trinidad is bringing to the Tobago Carnival is the Mardi Gras. And be? I think that is a, a, a discourse. Could it be it's, a, a, it's, it's just a little strange, Dean, that that um, the THA 
in initiating carnival, a separate carnival in October, would choose to publicly align themselves with Grenada. It seems optically strange, and I don't know why it seems as if they are trying, it comes across as if you're trying to make a political point. Well, I don't know. Well, it could be. That's how it comes across. All right, but could it be that, that they have decided that, you know, this is Trinidad and Tobago, and the alignment with Trinidad is understood, and we're just reaching out for to widen our relations to Grenada and other Caribbean islands to widen their possible uh, client or consumer base. Because the, the, the amalgam with Trinidad is an understood one. Is it that? And it was handled in a clumsy manner? All right, let's take a next call. Hello, good morning. Good morning, I, I don't think it's anything that Good morning, Mr. Patrick. I would like you to lobby for people to pay the WhatsApp bill, the TNTEC bill, and the AGC bill <laughs> so the government could get some money for all what you are asking for. <laughs> there is a whole area in San Fernando, Toradale, that have never, never paid WhatsApp bill. I want Mr. Gonzalez to go and check on that. Never a whole area. But they're complaining, the children hungry, they're getting food. Pay your bills. <laughs> Ever next call. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back in there. <laughs> I'll get cut there. No, we yeah. take a next call. Um, so Paul was saying something about... I was saying, could it be that they consider the natural amalgam of Trinidad and Tobago to be there and nothing wrong with it, but re- are reaching out further to widen their client pool? I, I can look at that. Um, I, can, uh, I can say all that too, but I know um, if it's the reading, some of the articles are reading, I think there's a, a bit of discourse. Well, it was badly managed in terms of PR and communication as to what their intention is because there's no information. It was just announced we're having an, an association with Grenada for our first carnival and and questions have arisen so if they had come up with a press conference and say listen we are tobago carnival we are trinidad and tobago we expect our biggest customer base to come from trinidad and we understand that because we're a unitary state but we're also reaching out to grenada it would have sent a different message than just saying we're partnering with grenada you understand that to yeah, me I, well i i also think that in forming a carnival you have to have some kind of aesthetic or a, a philosophy between what your carnival is and i think there's a tension between what is that because i'm hearing two kind of conversations one there's a disturb a, a distinct tension between a historical heritage carnival or your, your, your carnival of how that it will inform your carnival and the the influx of a trini mardi gras style carnival i think that that, that there's also that I, I have one question i have one question based on all this who uh what is the where's the major audience of tobago carnival coming from yeah but that's the thing for richard you're just talking about it from an economic touristic kind of point of view and i don't know if that is the last dot in the conversation it's unfair because i'm reading two lines there are two, two lines of conversation. That conversation about the tourist dollar and thing, but there's another conversation also happening about what is a Tobago carnival should and all look like. And that conversation seems to also have a politics of its own, cultural politics. I mean, know that culture has a politics. Do we have a carnival that is uh, influx of 
training mass over overwhelmed by training concept or do we have our own input of a carnival we have a heritage festival we have a thing we have a thing do we have that i, I think those two things i'm not i'm just saying because i'm, I'm not in the conversation but i'm reading what and, and my assertion is that the, the lack of information and clarity on the philosophy behind it as opposed to just saying we're going with Grenada is what is causing the the contention people don't know we're asking questions people don't know okay thanks caller we have a next caller hello good morning hey, good morning gentlemen i want to agree with mr richards you see um we have to be kind of straightforward with this thing when the THA um started to communicate with the national um, audience in respect of the the Tobago Carnival, the issue of Grenada came up not just by the way it came out as as an attempt to try to look at what was taking place in Grenada culturally with their carnival and see if some of those concepts or ideas could have been borrowed and used in the Tobago Carnival. That was clearly stated. Now. Um, I have a different concept of carnival because I don't even see carnival as originally Trinidadian. I see carnival as European, French, because that is, what, that is how it was introduced into the Caribbean. But culture is something that, that, that um, sort of transcends people. People embrace cultures that they might even have seen initially as um, offensive to them. Something like La Divina Pastora by the first people. Um, something like Parang, which is generally Spanish, but has been embraced by the first people, even though the same first people would, would stand against Christopher Columbus. You know, so that culture sometimes goes in areas that we can't predict. But I think the Tobago Carnival was originally perceived as a way to promote tourism. And if they feel that Grenada... Um, importing some ideas from Grenada will help them. They're free to do that, but people in Trinidad and Tobago could view it differently also and say, well, look, we feel that um, as a commercial entity, you could have borrowed some of Trinidad and Tobago. You could have used the, the National Carnival Commission and things like that. And those seem so insular as though, well, look, this is our carnival. We want it with our own way. And we don't want any help from all here because, as, as Paul said, it's about communication. And that is how it came over. Now, if you look at the Borodi celebrations in point, something I used to be associated with, that started as a very small invitation to 10 pansites, generally from the north, um, to try to bring some culture to the, to, the, to the celebration. And it has evolved into the second largest um, street festival in Trinidad and Tobago, you know, and, and with it, they have imported many cultural elements. A lot of people don't know that, that there's a three-week celebration. It's not only on the day itself. A lot of people don't know that there's a Tobago night, for instance, where a whole contingent of Tobago artists take over Point Fourteen and, 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 and run the show. And a lot of people don't know that there's also a, a gospel element when a, a particular night, gospel singers and religious people take over the celebration so that um, I want to agree with Paul that even if you wanted to go the way of Grenada or Barbados or anybody you want to borrow some, something from, it wasn't communicated properly. Um, or 
how it was communicated was how it intended to be. But I don't have a problem with it per se because it will take its own course after a while. It will evolve into what will become the Tobago Carnival with maybe a few unique features that are not common in Trinidad. Yep. Okay, let's take. Uh, we have an overseas call. Let me just put that person on. Hello? Yes, good morning, morning. Yes. good morning to the Power family. Good morning to the breakfast crew. Thanks for waiting. Good morning, Carl. I had, a question. I had a question to ask. Okay. In regards to the Tobago Carnival, now, three days ago, Pan Tobago released their um, calendar events. For Trinidad Carnival, Trinidad and Tobago Carnival 2023. Now, Tobago is involved with the panorama, and this is part of Carnival. Now, if you're going to call this what's going on in the month of October, Tobago Carnival, how could you have Tobago still participating in Carnival in February of 2023? I strictly believe that they should call this some type of a Tobago festival or some other name. Because Trinidad and Tobago celebrates Carnival, pre-Lento Carnival, every single year. Now, when I heard the, the Prime Minister spoke yesterday, where they had the World Food Day, he also indicated that he was happy to see that Tobago is having an event, which is a Carnival event. But what would they turn around and said, coming up for 2023, Carnival, if Tobago is being involved in Panorama, Tobago is being involved in Calypso. Tobago will be involved with the Monday and Tuesday celebrations too. So what would you call that and what you, would you call what's going on in October? Thank you. Okay, thanks, caller. Um, next call. Hello, good morning. Oops, I'm call shots. All right, call, call us back. 222-8255-612-8255. Um, a few of you were on the line waiting. Um, you can do so now. All lines are clear. So I think the Tobago Carnival is like a prelude to the Trinidad Tobago Carnival. I think that's probably, and you see, it's kind of early to see how it's all going to play out in in terms of I hear what the caller just said, uh, how it how it's going to actually play out as it moves ahead. Let's assume it becomes an annual thing. The um, Panorama, of course, um, Pantron Bingo is going to see themselves as a separate entity that is related to the Carnival Festival, of course. But they also see themselves um, more and more representing outside of that festival. Hello, good morning. So that, so that the, comp- the material competition for Pantron Bago will take place during Trinidad and Tobago's carnival, um, traditional time for the carnival, for which Tobago bands being part of Pantron Bago will, will also feature. Um, but whether, Trin- whether Tobago will actually have Juve, for example, on, on Juve in in the regular carnival um, in February or March, whenever it is next year. Hey, um, Colo, you still there? Good morning, Jacob. Yeah. Yeah, good morning. Um, yeah, I, I, I went off the line there because I thought Derek would have given us a fuller contribution, but he's saving it for later. Um, uh, well, I am not an artistic person. I have recognized that after all these years of not trying. Um, so, I have to say my view would be a little different from, from Derek. I, I like to see things evolve. In fact, I think that's how we got here. And um, especially in culture, you have to let the little street
streams zigzag and run all over the place and, and wherever it gets together and whatever happens there, that is what has happened and that's your culture. If you have people sitting in little gateways all over the place saying, well, no, you, you don't do, you're not doing this right and you're not doing that as I would like and why are you going so and not so, you're directing the thing to go in some preconceived way that you think it ought to go, and I don't see how you could describe that as cult. That is something that is being imposed by whoever is an authority or whoever is an authority figure. And I don't think that's going to be resilient because the person in authority will eventually pass on, he will go on to greater things, and the authority figures will fade away. People, I hear people want to ask the question about, you know, the younger children, they don't know about Shadow, and pretty soon, in another decade or so, they wouldn't hear about him. We need to put his music in their schools and play it in the hallways so that he's not forgotten. So we're making no room for, for evolution there. He has had his time, and his, he will live on, but as time goes, new people will emerge and so on. And that's how I see it. But this idea that you are doing it right and you, why are you doing this and why are you doing that and why is this so, you have to just carnival and the carnival associated activities will not die. As you see, people are willing to break um, curfew and break, uh, you know, all these COVID um, restrictions and so on and have some kind of thing somewhere. It's not going away. You have to let the thing flow, let it evolve. So that as the new people come, new people emerge, new people are born, new people are get into the activities and so on. It will be what they want. And that is how it will be resilient. Because if you go and resurrect some of the people that have already passed and bring their ideas to these young people now, they wouldn't want to hear it. We are, they're several steps away from that. You know, so all these directors of this and that and the other who feel, well, this is right and this is wrong. I'm just giving you all the benefit of my experience that you, you can't bring things back and impose it on people and you can't over-direct. Thank you. Right. Uh, we do have another call. Richard, you want to say anything before I take the call? No, no? Okay, next call. Go ahead. Call up. Yeah. Hey, back in again. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, okay, two things. One, the idea that culture is always evolved is a valid point and it, and it does that that's nothing but culture is very much controlled and directed that's why we have a cultural policy and people do that the panorama we know today was something organized by dr eric williams to, to quell down the the, the 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 fighting and stuff amongst the pan so culture does have a an influence in the the way the world turns because artists get influenced by the things around them. But there's also a cultural politics that directs things and directs the people who start festivals around the world. They create things, they they change the demographics of stuff. And that's done by directors and how the directors are supported by a politics, both within the, the artistic thing and then in the, the state agencies that support these things. So um, 
I, I always find it strange when people like to say things will evolve. Yes, it will evolve. That's a direction. But there's also directing. And I think what we've seen in Tobago is a politics being played out. And I think we have to see how those things influence where their their carnival go, but their how they see their carnival is also how they see themselves within the, the relationship of Trinidad and Tobago. And and all those things and the the this whole the election and the PDP, all those things come to play how people see themselves and culture is well, I think I think one of the things is you can't cut if you know to spoil your face. And I think because we are a unitary state of Trinidad exactly. and Tobago, we have the I right agree. to ask questions. Yes, and in I the agree, absence of information and clarity, people will ask questions. And I think people are yes. asking questions not to direct, but to understand. Yes, and I agree. And, and I agree that communication is something. I agree with you, Paul. I agree with you. And um, communication has never, never been one of our best points. And we maybe we need to be that. But I think we need to see culture as a very much, you know, when we look at at, at London and England and the World Cup and things, those things are serious, deep-seated but, cultural but I, issues. I don't see an issue with, with Tobago Carnival looking to Grenada for partnership, you know, because we do it in informal ways in Trinidad all the time. How many times have you seen Brazilian-type costumes? How many times? We, we have a soca drone, which is a, a, an offtake of the Brazilian, uh, wherever, um, samba drone. We bring in Jamaican artists, we bring in American artists into our yes. Trinidad, Trinidad Carnival. So we have had influences from around the world. It is not um, that I have an issue with that, in the lack of clarity and what is the direction, the philosophy behind it. Now, we cannot also not, or we cannot pretend that central government is one political party. Green is, uh, Tobago is another political party. So there's that political tension also that may or may not be playing into these decisions being made. Right, and I think one of the other things I think is that NCC, and I have always um, brought this up in the consultation, has lost some of its in, um, thing. They have been doing their thing, and I, I, their influence as managing the carnival within the Cambule and the historical and, and, and certain things uh, could be questioned and empowered in certain ways. And I know those consultations have come up informally and formally. And that's another tension within this National Carnival Commission, which nobody seems to put on gypsy head. But they, they know that, that that has been brought up a lot. And so it, it, the, so those tensions that have happened here, I know those tensions will also overflow into Tobago. And I think what we see here to me is those tensions rising up in that I don't have confidence in you that I we will stand a little away and that so I that is I think all those things are reflective of this poor communication with the NCC and thing and stuff and I it's a telling situation that NCC either need to upgrade and look at itself as a manager of the carnival rather than just at his side, at the and and just watching, watching, watching. Right. Stuff. Remember, we have a we have a unique situation in Trinidad and Tobago, eh? where the NCC is the National Carnival Commission, but the House of yeah. Assembly is running the Tobago arm of the carnival. So while right. I am sure Tobago has a carnival 
coming up next week or running all through now. It doesn't mean that Tobago will have nothing next year, February. Right, is, right. That, yeah. Is that what we're suggesting? In no, keeping with I, the I, national I, festival observance? I think it's not, productive that Tobago has defined its own space because even Gypsy championed that years ago. But I, I, I think, as I said before, I think the issue here is an absence of clarity and poor communication. Because if you don't, at the end of the day, I would venture to suggest 80% of the people who are in Tobago or heading to Tobago this week into next week are going to come from Trinidad. Mm, Yeah, yeah. And they're saying the hotel is booking up. Right. And I'm saying, but yeah, and and on that situation, how we see a culture expand itself, evolve, I will use evolve, and and, and evolve both from a social point of view, but from a political, and I'm not using politics as a, a party thing, but the politics of your philosophy and mm-hmm. how it is constructed and formed is what is happening. And all those things happen at the, at the beginning of grand festivals. Festivals always go through it. This it's is an new. Thing. And it's it's new. Right. So I expect these things to happen. And these are the growing pains of a festival that we will say about 10 years ago. Then when we're talking about Tobago Carnival 10 years down the road, we'll be saying that, yeah, boy, they started off. They had this real tension, I think. And I think this is because it, it and it, I think it needs to even happen even more voice really, because when you're creating these things, you have to have serious debates on the issues. Roots versus set. Set versus thing. And we, we are not having those issues in carnival, in the, our carnival, because everybody feels like though it must evolve out of the thing. But there's also control. What I'm saying, the man who sings Little Black Boys, where the Little Black Boys are already pulling rope on the side of the road and they cannot get into the carnival anymore. So this is something that is, uh, uh, carnival has come from certain places and yet those certain places cannot participate in the carnival. That's you, a you question see, for the NCC. You see, to me, the underwriting philosophy is, I think Tobago belongs to me just as much as Trinidad belongs to me, and Trinidad belongs to Tobagonia as much, just as much as Trinidad belongs to Trin- Trinidadians. There's no separation for me, you understand? And, that's, and, I, and I believe the present incarnation of the THA has the right to make decisions that they think are in the best interest of Tobago and Trinidad. I don't have a problem with any of the decisions being made. What I have an issue with is the lack of clarity and communication about the philosophy for the decision and what you hope to achieve by it. And that's all it is. I think they have the right to chart their own course. Can't be because I want alone. They may have considered several options. You understand? Yeah. The decisions are made in Trinidad Carnival that I disagree with also. Okay, thanks a lot. I do have some other calls. Yeah. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Morning, morning, gentlemen. Morning. Um, yeah, you know, the, the carnival, um, especially Trinidad Carnival, is a product that you're selling, right? And it's a mixture of traditions, culture, activities, economics, wherever you have it. But you can identify the product because when they come here, it's the experience that you you gather, right? Which attracts tourists. Um, but with relation to the Tobago Festival, I, I guess, in time it will evolve, um, but to know, as of now, I 
don't have a clear idea what is the product they're selling. Because when it is that initially they went across to Grenada to form that, that, that union in terms of the cultural exchange, they mentioned bringing back the, the mud mask, which is what um, the Chief Secretary um, said, in terms of the jab jab. Now, is it that, to me as a listener, is it that Tobago Festival, that activity is all about just the jab jab alone, in terms of that being the sole product that sells? Or is Can I ask that my question? Sure. You know, there's a big hullabaloo about whether or not the jab jab culture identifies sufficiently with Trinidad Tobago culture and Trinidad Tobago uh-huh. identity. You know, nobody in Vex, they bring Buena Boy from, from Africa. <laughs> well, <laughs> to have, to have nobody in Vex. Nobody in Vex. I have my view on that. No, no approval uh-huh. over that. Oh my God, yes, Buena yeah. Boy is coming, we're going. But the Vex are the yeah. element. I have no problem with that, but why? But, yeah. no, but the thing about it, I'm not vexed that they, they, have, they bring the job job, you know. But when it is that you are say, creating your own identity, you know, son, it, it seems like you're retracting back to something that is personal familiar. There's nothing unique about it. Now, the issue with bringing foreign artists and they being the sole, the sole identity in terms of the, the main attraction to come to your um, carnival seems to me is a failure. Right? Yeah, but, but you're saying uh, that now, but nobody, I have heard no objection past you just saying that to Buena Boy. Nobody, come, no uproar, no vex, nobody vex, but yeah. Buena Boy from uh, Africa. But we're objecting with Grenada in some measure, in some measure, yeah. right here. Yeah, I'm not objecting um, with Grenada. Isn't that kind of hypocritical? It, it is, right? And, and that's, that's my point. But the whole thing about it is that you, you rightfully said, in terms of communicating, because up to now, no one knows for sure what is a product you're selling. Right? In terms of, you say that's all you want to be able to be its own carnival. What does that look like? And I assume that if it is that you're organizing something, as in all business advent, um, <coughs> uh, that you must have a plan and an objective as to what it is that you are going, and then all the other pieces are sort of falling in place. So um, it seemed a bit kind of disorganized to me. Because I heard some of the, um, someone from Tobago read out a few weeks ago, where they said that all the, the, they were disappointed because there's no um, communication in terms of bringing the um, traditional mass costumes, like the Peter Menchers and stuff like that. Everything seems to be a street parade. Right? So and, and, and they have the right to, to design it how they want. I have no problem with that either. Because guess what? I, We're doing the mask for yeah. umpteen years and we still can't get the mask right. Well, yes. Well, it's all about management and. So, how well are we yeah. to tell them how to run the carnival? We can get various aspects of our own carnival in Trinidad, right? Well, well, we're not telling them not to run the carnival, but as an observer, we are allowed to make comments. Absolutely, right? but I'm I'm also yeah. saying that we ain't, we still can't get a lot of stuff right here. Yeah, but for years, ours has, ours has been a form of um, an automatic. That, and, and we have the advantage in that we don't have to do much to see the career to the other level if it is at the rightful heads, um, manage it properly. Because is primarily the private is, sector evolve our yeah. carnival into some of our refined product, you know? Well, it's, Not it's supposed place. to be. It's supposed to be. And if you look at if America... If everybody be in Atkins and the Marshall Montanos and the party promoters, where would our carnival be? 
but that's how the system up operates right that's, that's my point they, so they yeah. will make mistakes in tobago and they will learn and they will evolve but that's what i said so we just have to wait and see and see how this one evolves and right? i'm not sure that this is a mistake either i'm just saying there's a lack of communication so we do understand the, 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 the rationale for it correct all right thank you all right man uh, three, right, moving up, two moving up to eight o'clock. Yeah, interesting discussion. Mm-hmm. Did um, you do your time check? Could you see certain no, that's, I, we did that already. I, I did it on time. You know, I disappeared that time, as you all say. <laughs> you're so happy to I don't know why your team doesn't uh, observe that every single time the poll starts. Paul, Paul, because Paul. it doesn't make any sense having people no, no, no. Calling people why? But why are and Richard and me at the same time? So the three of them can't realize that that happens every day and they still keep calling yes. for you. Anyway, I'm one of the people in the background. <laughs> so, <laughs> you, had to, you had to endure the whole thing. Well, yeah. Right, so now um, <clears throat> let's see if, if you will reach on time because I, I realized that it started. Oh, I was very, very, very early this morning and on point 6.59 and I had to go on call. I don't mean you got the clips right with the news though, sir. So. Well, it didn't have clips. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't have clips, so we just said <laughs> the pauses, but I guess okay. the pauses have nothing to do with you, Ruben Mohammed. Nope, nope. nothing to nope. do with you. Okay, you were as efficient as ever. I don't know. We take some of your course coming up after the news. Uh, interesting discussion about Tobago County, but I think you know it, they're going to evolve, they're going to do what they want, they have the right to do what they want, they have the right to define themselves what they want. I think, as a trend, a Trinbagonian, because I am as much a part of Tobago, in my opinion, as I am of Trinidad. I think we're one country, and uh, Tobago gains, I gain. Tobago loses, I lose. They will yeah. evolve. They wouldn't get everything right the first year. This is the first year. Give them some space. Yes, we want more communication. That's all I'm asking for. I like the last point that you have there, that most of the development and change and growth has happened has been for private, to the private sector and for yeah. financial gain. If we, if the state... <laughs> If we depend on it for the evolution of carnival, we'd still be in the dark ages. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. And nobody invites when a boy coming, but they vaccinate the partner with greedy though. Hmm. Things right. that make me go, hmm. Hmm. Rejoice that we bring in Burner Boy. Happy. All right, let me play my um <clears throat> copyright free bed and go and find the news team. It is eight o'clock. Wow, more shots. <laughs> Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.